Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. Creative Biolabs is a specialized contract research organization supporting mRNA studies with all-round solutions covering mRNA synthesis, modification, and mRNA therapeutics development. With an unwavering pursuit of innovation and lifelong learning, we keep on producing podcast series related to mRNA technology based on our knowledge and practical experience gained through years of exploration in this area. Subscribe to our channel and keep updated with our podcasts. Good evening, dear friends. Thank you for tuning in to Creative Biolabs podcast. During the last program, we talked a lot about man-made intranic microRNA. In order to understand the diseases caused by microRNA's dysregulation, an artificial expression system is needed to summarize the functions and mechanisms of microRNAs in vitro and in vivo. We learned that by using artificial introns to carry hairpin-like microRNA precursors, researchers have successfully produced mature microRNA molecules that can trigger RNA interference, like gene silencing in human prostate cancer, human cervical cancer, rat neural stem cells, zebrafish, chicken and mice. In today's episode, our dear friend David will tell us about mature microRNAs triggering RNA interference like gene silencing in different species including zebrafish, chicken and mice. Thank you for joining us again, David. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. We can start by introducing strand-specific gene silencing in zebrafishes. A large number of facts have confirmed that intronic microRNAs can be used as an effective strategy to silence specific target genes in vivo. Researchers first tried to determine the structural design of pre-microRNA inserts to obtain the best effect of gene silencing. They found that there was a strong structural bias in the selection of mature microRNA during the assembly of RNA interference effectors, that is, RNA-induced gene silencing complexes. Can you give more details on the effectors of RNA interference, or, you said it is also named, RNA-induced gene silencing complexes? Sure. RNA interference effectors, or RNA-induced gene silencing complex, whichever you prefer to call it, it is a kind of complex of protein and RNA, which leads the target gene transcription degradation or translation inhibition through RNA interference mechanism. The formation of siRNA duplex plays a key role in the assembly of siRNA-related RNA-induced gene silencing complexes. Two strands of siRNA duplex are functionally asymmetric, but only one strand is preferentially assembled into RNA-induced gene silencing complexes. This preference is determined by the thermodynamic stability of each 5-foot terminal base pair in the chain. What do you think the key steps are, you know, to assemble the microRNA-related RNA-induced gene silencing complexes? I think the key would be the formation of double-stranded microRNA and its complementary microRNA. Will no functional bias be observed in the stem loop of the precursor microRNA then? There should not have been the deviation. However, we also observed that the stem ring of intron precursor microRNA was involved in the chain selection of mature microRNA assembled by RNA-induced gene silencing complexes. So, what are the important designs and operations in the experiment? In these experiments, the researchers constructed the microRNA expression vector of sprRNA and R-green fluorescent protein. Subsequently, two symmetrical precursor microRNAs were synthesized. 
Both precursor microRNAs contain the same double-stranded stem arm region for e-green fluorescent protein sequence. It's not common to hear about sPRNA. Can you talk about the function of vectors of sPRNA and r-green fluorescent protein? Right, but both sPRNA and rGFP are important. They can easily remove the major inserts and be replaced by various gene-specific inserts with adhesive ends, such as anti-e-green fluorescent protein. By changing the precursor microRNA insertion for different gene transcripts, this intronic microRNA generation system provides a valuable tool for genetic and in vivo microRNA research. I'm just curious here, what kind of zebrafish cells can express green fluorescent protein? The GFP expression in zebrafish is caused by beta-actin promoter, which is distributed in almost all cell types of zebrafish. In other words, almost all kinds of zebrafish cells express green fluorescent protein. That's interesting. So going back to the RNA-induced gene silencing complexes, what are the effects of the two designed precursor microRNAs on their assembly? Due to the same thermal stability of the five-terminal siRNA double strand designed by the two precursor microRNAs, we believe that the stem loop of precursor microRNA is involved in the chain selection of mature microRNA during RNA-induced gene silencing complexes assembly. Since the cleavage site of dicer in the stem arm determines the chain selection of mature microRNA, the stem loop may be the determinant of identifying specific cleavage sites. Therefore, different stem loop structures among different species may also provide clues for the prevalence of natural small interfering RNA in invertebrates, just rarely in mammals. We know that the chicken embryo in vivo model has been widely used in developmental biology, signal transduction and influenza vaccine research and development. And scientists have successfully tested the feasibility of targeting gene silencing in vivo using intron microRNA. What do we know that is necessary for the biogenesis of intronic microRNA? I have to say the interaction between precursor messenger RNA and chromatin DNA. So when scientists were testing the feasibility of targeting gene silencing, which genes were selected and why? The beta-catenin gene, and the reason why it is selected is that its products play a key role in biological development and ontogeny. Beta-catenin plays an important role in the growth regulation of chicken embryo skin and liver. In transgenic animals, the loss of beta-catenin function is fatal. Their results showed that microRNA from long RNA-DNA heterozygous structure could inhibit the expression of the beta-catenin gene in developing chicken embryo liver and skin. Recent studies have shown that precursor messenger RNA-chromatin-DNA interaction leads to the production of peewee interacting RNA, which is similar to intronic microRNA. What can you tell us about RNAs interacting with peewee protein? Although similar to intronic microRNA, these RNAs are different from other small double-stranded small interfering RNA and short hairpin RNA because of their relatively large size, single strand, strand specificity, and cluster arrangement. RNAs interacting with peewee protein, like microRNAs, are probably transcribed by RNA polymerase in cells, similar to RNA-dependent RNA polymerase. During mitosis or meiosis, they come from the precursor messenger RNS chromatin DNA duplex region of the replicating cell genome. Has nuclear transfection of long DNRNA double-stranded template also been shown to trigger RNAs interacting with peewee protein-like gene silencing? Yes. 
Transfection of the double-stranded template can resist virus infection and reverse transcriptional transposon activity. Studies using Drosophila melanogaster and zebrafish have found piwi protein to be directly involved in the biogenesis of these piwi interacting RNAs and maintain the silencing of transposons in the germline genome. Many think this function may be conserved in mice because the loss of mouse piwi homologue results in germline stem cells and meiotic defects associated with increased transposon activity. The piwi protein is needed for the RNA interference effect of piwi interacting RNAs mediated gene silencing rather than the siRNA or short hairpin RNA-related RNAs. We can tell that the mechanism of piwi interacting RNA-mediated RNA interference is slightly different from that of siRNA or short hairpin RNA-mediated RNA interference. I have seen a large number of literatures summarizing that gene silencing in chickens by precursor microRNA transfection has great potential in establishing animal models for developmental biology research. So my question is, what about RNA interference in mouse cells? Right. Researchers have tested vector-based intronic microRNA transfection in mice to evaluate the efficacy and safety of intronic microRNA in animals. In this experiment, they aimed to silence the expression of melanin gene. They injected antityrosinase precursor microRNA reagent into the skin of mice for four days. Note that tyrosinase is a type I membrane protein and a copper-containing enzyme. It is the key and speed-limiting step of tyrosine hydroxylation in skin and hair to synthesize melanin. Subsequently, they saw the skin of the mice turn white. After a 13-day period, the expression of melanin has been blocked in the microRNA transfections due to a significant loss of its intermediates, resulted from the anti-tyrosinase microRNA-triggered gene silencing effect. Contrarily, the blank control and the type 3 RNA polymerase-directed siRNA transfections presented normal black skin color under the same dosage. In addition to mice's skin color, what other evidence was found to confirm the inhibition of melanin expression? Yeah, they have also used other techniques, like the northern blot analysis of hair follicle messenger RNA. This showed that the expression of tyrosinase decreased by 76.1% microRNA transfection two days after, which was consistent with the results of immunohistochemical staining in the same skin region, while mild and nonspecific degradation of common gene transcripts was detected in siRNA transfected skin. Why do you think that microRNA and siRNA have different effects? I believe we have said this in the last episode. That high concentration of siRNA or short hairpin RNA produced by type 3 RNA polymerase-directed RNA interference system may lead to supersaturation of cellular microRNA pathway and global microRNA regulation disorder, and the siRNA pathway may be incompatible with the natural microRNA pathway in skin tissue. Is non-targeted skin hair normal after microRNA transfection? Yes, totally normal. This highlights the fact that intronic microRNAs are safe and effective in vivo. The results also showed that microRNA-mediated gene silencing could stably and effectively regulate the expression of target genes in a relatively long period of time because hair regeneration takes more than 10 days. Scientists concluded that intronic microRNA-mediated transgenic methods can provide relatively safe, effective and long-term gene manipulation in animals and prevent the nonspecific lethal effect of traditional transgenic methods. 
I heard that progress has been made in the application of intronic microRNA expression system in mice. Right, isn't it exciting? A group of polycystronic microRNAs have been successfully expressed by using type 2 RNA polymerase-mediated intronic microRNA expression system. A polycystronic microRNA cluster can be processed into multiple microRNAs through the cellular microRNA pathway. Any advantages of this new RNA interference method compared with the traditional type 3 RNA polymerase-mediated short hairpin RNA expression system? Of course, there are several advantages. For one, the expression of type 2 RNA polymerase is tissue-specific, while the other is not. Also, the expression of type 2 RNA polymerase is compatible with the natural microRNA pathway, while some incompatibility have been found between type 3 RNA polymerase-mediated short hairpin RNA and type 2 RNA polymerase-mediated natural microRNA pathway. The nonsense-mediated messenger RNA decay mechanism of cell type 2 RNA polymerase-mediated intron expression system can prevent excessive RNA accumulation and toxicity, and the other cannot. And finally, a type 2 RNA polymerase can express a large cluster of polycystronic short hairpin RNAs, which can be further cut into multiple short hairpin RNAs by natural microRNA pathway, thus avoiding the frequent promoter conflict in the multi-promoter vector system. For example, in many commercial U6 mediated short hairpin RNA expression systems, self-inactivated vector promoters are often used to enhance the activity of U6 promoter. That was very helpful. Thank you David, for such a wonderful discussion. Thank you everyone for listening. We will continue our program in the next episode and until then.